The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1973, Part 4. In this episode, we will cover May 8th through May 27th. While working in Apple Studios at 3 Savile Row, London, George continued to mix and record for his new LP with engineer Philip McDonald. Philip worked on the Beatles LP Abbey Road, among others. I've heard how some people have said that I've changed, that I'm not what I was, how it really is a shame. The thoughts in the heads manifest on the brow Like bad scars from ill feelings They themselves arouse So hateful of anyone that is happy or free They live all Lighted the world. It's funny how people just won't accept change as if nature itself they'd prefer rearrange. So hard. To move on when you're down in a hole With a so little chance to experience soul I'm grateful to anyone that is happy has light in the world. On May 11th, Paul and his band Wings begin their first major British tour. 
the first scheduled tour by an ex-Beatle since the group's last appearance together back in 1966. Their first appearance was at Bristol's Hippodrome on May 11th. Paul wanted an opening act for the shows. He selected a British pub rock band called Brinsley Schwartz, named after the guitarist in the group, Brinsley Schwartz. They had a hit album titled Nervous on the Road that caught the attention of McCartney. Brinsley's influences were more American South like the band and Robbie Robertson rather than British rock, although their bass player Nick Lowe sang a few numbers giving them a new wave British twist. Brinsley Schwartz. Here's one of the songs from the last half, this song to the And just about midnight, they decided to call it a day. Now there's one thing that is left here on their mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get a little slide, I don't price to store the shoes and rice and surrender to the river that is calling them. Princess, a custom made to fit right into his arm. She could thrill him, she could chill him down to the bone of bone child. But he wasn't his team now. He had not spilled the beans. Oh, the looking for ways and means of surrendering to the river.
After Brinsley Schwartz left the stage, a juggler appeared who threw large hoops in the air. Then Wings took the stage.
From Bristol, Wings played Oxford on May 12th. After the show, Paul was interviewed backstage by David Simmons of his BBC Radio 1 show, The David Simmons Show. And we got the concert tonight here, I should tell the people, from the new theatre, uh, Oxford, in which there, there was an incredibly rousing ending. You got everybody on their feet. Well, I've always thought that, apart from the uh, melodic sense and the rhythmic sense of what you're doing, the two, of course, are, are integrated, that... You've always relied 
heavily on uh, good, tight, backing harmonies, which seemed to me to be mostly in the first half of the set. Oh, I see, yeah. Well, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we just played what we played, you know, and uh, I don't go into it too deeply, you know. If you like it, you like it, you know. We just get on there. But for us, you know, like, we just go, and we know people have come there for an evening out, right? They've all left their little homes, yeah. come to the theatre, and they come for an evening out, you know. So we play for them. It's really all it's down to. One of my favourite numbers in tonight's set which was uh, your performance of Wildlife. Now, there are some things which you do on your own admission, and you don't try and rationalise, I'm delighted to say. Yeah. Uh, you do something which is just reggae, uh, boom, 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 put your hands together and have a good time. Yeah. And you will go into a song like Wildlife, and the intelligibility of a, of a theatre PA isn't nearly as good as that of a record, and you know, you know as you're well aware, what is the governing factor between... Light, if you're, if you're a painter, between light and shade, shade and light. See, I mean, I can't answer for any other, like, I can't answer for, like, any other painters, any other writers, anything, you know, as I say. As far as I know, I really know nothing about it. Like anyone who writes a song, you don't really know much about it. I'll tell you a little story, Dave. Mm. I was in Jamaica recently, and filming there was Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman filming a film called Papi Leon you know soon to be released incredible it should be good and uh, we went round to Dustin Hoffman's one evening you know he invited us round went around there and we got to know him a little bit and uh, we were sitting around a few days later with him and he was saying uh, he was saying talking about songs you know talking about just this kind of thing where do you get them from you know I was saying well you really kind of pull them out of the air pretty much you know they just kind of come to you and stuff you don't think too much about it. If they come great, they come great. If they come lousy, they come lousy, you know. And he was saying, well, it'd be interesting. Uh, he was saying, you know, so you could virtually pull it out about anything, anything. Kind of. So he pulled out a copy of something like Newsweek or Time, you know, one of these kind of papers. And he said, um, this is something turned me on, you know, which is kind of the last words Picasso said. And he read them out to me. And we've got a little tape of this at home. You know, he had a little tape running as we were doing it. I had my guitar that was strumming away. And uh, he said, um, this is what he said. He said, drink to me, drink to my health. You know I can't drink anymore. It turns out he couldn't drink. He's an old bloke, you know. The doctor advised him not to drink. So I got these uh, words together. And I said, drink to me, drink to my health. You know I can't drink anymore. Don't drink to me. And Dustin's flipping his nut, you know, he's going, yeah, well, yeah, baby, this is soul number, yeah, all right, you know. And he's rocking away. So, I mean, there's an example of kind of how it happens, you know. It just comes out the air, you know, you just kind of do it with the people you're with. And it just comes, then you lay it down, and if people like it, they like it, you know. As far as I'm concerned, it, it's just an echo of what happened at that particular day, you know. But doing it with the people that you were with was, let's face it, Paula, a unique set of people. Pickles. Yes. Pickles, yeah. No, I can agree with you there, Dave. I mean, you see, as far as I'm concerned, the first kind of phase of my uh, musical thing was concerned with coming down from Liverpool with four lads who'd never kind of even had their photo taken, you know? Yeah, and I wish I knew too. And uh, so that 
is a whole other phase. You know, I think we came down from Liverpool, we did it uh, just like Sweet, Dave Bowie, Roxy, Slade are doing it now, you know. We came down, we did that kind of thing for the first time ever. Kind of as far as I'm concerned, I don't care what you say. Like, you know, I think we did a great, beautiful, huge circle with the Beatles thing, you know. And then I think it was time then to do something else. It's like, uh, you know, you're age 12, then you become 15, then you become 18, then you become 22, and then maybe you get married. Now, you then look back on you kind of when you were 12 to 22, and you think, that was a whole other phase, you know. And if you're uncool, you think, oh, blimey, you know, I was great then, and it's horrible now. But if you're cool, you think... It was fantastic then, and it's fantastic now, but it's a different thing. No. Have you seen the other it really boys recently? No, I haven't, no. When was the last time? I mean, you I suppose you're talking about the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, as friends, you can, you can have professional differences, which are absolutely vital, because unless people differ professionally, standards can never be raised. So I'm not introducing this as a needle element. I'm just wondering, you know, whether or not you're still, get, you know, seeing them and getting good buzzes off them. <laughs> yeah, you're wondering that, are you? Well, uh, what shall I say, David? I mean, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the, the main thing I'm, like, interested in is, you know, I'm working with a band at this moment. And, for instance, like, um, a lot of people I know aren't really involved with the Beatles. I mean, a lot of people, younger people I know, you know, like think, oh, well, you know, the Beatles is a great thing kind of thing, but um, there's no kind of reason to kind of go party about it all. You know, it was great, it was good, and it was very good, but um, let's get on with what's kind of going on, you know. And that's really where I'm at, you know. I just think that what we're doing now is um, as good as anything I've ever done. You know, I mean, I'm still singing Long Tall Sally like I sang it, for instance. You know. In fact, I think I'm singing it better, to tell you oh, the truth. Right. Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, so, I mean, that's as far as I get into it. You know, I, as long as this evening happened, that's it for me. You know, and I think like, you find, like, kids up and down the country will think, you know, well, that's really, that's true, you know. Yeah. Isn't that so, kids? People listening now and the little trannies. I mean, you know, they're going, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Would you do me a couple of favors, Paul? I know you're desperate to get to bed, which is quite reasonable considering the, quite reasonable, the, the pressure of the tour. Yeah. Hey, after, the, after this set of live gigs, what are you going to do then? We haven't got any uh, kind of future plans. We have planned plan just the British tour. We just kind of leave it to that, you know. That's that's got kind of almost two weeks to run, right? So, um, and the other thing that's, is, you... that's all we're going to do for the time being, you know. And then we'll just get on with whatever we do after that. Well, you, know? you never introduced me to your wife, anyway. We never had the pleasure of meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present to you now, Linda yes, McCann. Uh, no, yes, yeah, yes. This is the... Dave Simons, by the way, Dave. darling. Hello, yes, Linda. Who's a noted DJ from Radio Luxembourg? Hey, Luxembourg. Yes, Luxembourg. Yeah. Yeah. The Grand Duchy. I presume that you had to do a fair amount of practice on keyboard in order to get up with the lads. Right. A lot of pushing. I had to get to a stand very quickly where I wasn't holding it back. And I think I finally got in there because I've just got like Moog and Mellotron, a lot of instruments that I dig. So I'll turn my lads on with them. The next day, Wings traveled to Wales to play the Cardiff Capital.
From Cardiff, the band winged its way to Manchester for two shows at Manchester's Hard Rock on May 16th and 17th. Thank you. 
from Manchester to Liverpool, where the band played two shows in one day, one at 6.15pm and the other at 9pm, at the Liverpool Empire.
From Liverpool, it was on to Leeds on May 19th. Wings played at Leeds University.
Tour play Preston's Guildhall on May 21st and then Newcastle on May 22nd at the Newcastle Odeon.
Possibly as a result of the McCartney and Wings tour, the Beatles' 1967-1970 double album reaches number one in the UK, with similar success in the US. Also on May 22nd, Yoko Ono performs another solo concert at Town Hall in New York City for the commercial free radio station WBAI. Yoko walked on stage towards a director's chair that was on the stage entirely covered with a white bag. She said to the audience, That's John there, in the bag. The most public John in the world. Yoko was there without Lennon, but she was backed by the Elephant's Memory Band. Across the pond and back on the Wings British tour on May 23rd, Wings perform in Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Odeon.
Wings Tour rolled on playing Green's Playhouse in Glasgow, Scotland on May 24th.
The Wings British Tour finished up in London. The band played at the Hammersmith Odeon for three consecutive evenings, starting on May 25th.
Thank you, thank you. So. This next one is a class from the class and I'll tell you it's the Princey Swartz to play with you. Alright, Princey Swartz, come on. We've already said goodbye. But since you gotta go.
Thank you very much. Get in there. drummer Denny Sowell remembers this tour. Last tour, the British, uh, proper British tour that we did was, uh, that was a, we were a pretty good representation of what a band's supposed to be. It was a shit hot rock and roll band, as, as he used to call it. It was, it was a good rock and roll band though. We had really grown into a band. A lot of fun. Fun tour I've ever done in my life. Following the last concert this evening on May 27th, Wings hold a party in the reception hall of the Café Royale on Regent Street in London. McCartney also gives an impromptu performance as well as invited guest Elton John. After the party, it is announced that due to the excessive amount of fans wanting to see Wings, a handful of show dates in July are added. In the British newspaper Melody Maker on May 27th, an article reads... Yoko doesn't need excuses any longer. She has her three chords together and more. She can write real songs about things that matter. John Lennon is married to her, you know. Remember him? Back in New York, at the Town Hall, just off Broadway, Yoko performs another solo benefit concert for WBAI Radio. This event is sponsored by Capitol Records. Wearing a white suit, white shoes, and a white t-shirt sporting the approximate infinite universe emblem, Yoko tells the audience, you probably know me as the actress who married a public John, or as Mad Jack the Screamer or something. The show opens up with the group Weather Report. 
who are followed by Elephant's Memory with Yoko on stage performing Looking Over from My Window. Jump off or go to sleep People tell you Up is better than down They never tell you which is up and which is down Age 39 Looking over from a hotel window 95 pound bundle But it's trouble when there's nowhere to leave People say stardust And goldust are it But they never tell you It chokes you just as sodust does Also on May 27th, back in Liverpool, England, to make way for a ventilation shaft to the city's new underground railway station, the original Cavern Club in Matthew Street finally closes for good at the end of this evening, after a four-month reprieve. For prosperity, the last night of the Cavern Club is filmed and recorded for an album. All is not lost for the Cavern, however, when plans announced shortly after reveal that the club will now move across the road and continue business in the disused Fruit Exchange Building. A reopening of the new Cavern Club is set for the end of June. Oh, by the way, kid, I was at a certain office the other week, and I heard the new Paul McCartney single, and it's fab! Oh, it's too much! It's written for the new James Bond film, and it's called Live and Let Die, and it's just oomphy, yummy, yummy! And I'd love to be able to play it for you next week if I get permission from the right quarters. We'll see. Anyway, now for my last record, and I dedicate this to all you beautiful listeners, and here's a kiss just for you. And when I go away, I know my heart can stay with my love. It's understood. It's in the hand.
up in a moment george releases a new album there's one song in particular which was directly um, the result of the conversation we had when you came about um, fame and fortune wings release a new single Live and Let Die just had more of a, that song just had a little bit of everything in it you know the glitz and glamour of the movies the little reggae the the ballads. And Alan Klein sues John Lennon. But John is too busy fighting the U.S. deportation orders to take much notice. Next on Yesterday on Today. For more information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time. I'm Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts Yesterday and Today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad (laughs) from his better show than ours. (laughs) Wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the shows. As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? <laughs> Don't worry, we will. <laughs> you can head to our social media pages, that's facebook.com slash yesterdayandtodaypodcast or facebook.com slash thirdmen, or you could head to society Six dot com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast. That's society the number six dot com slash K A M I N S K I Family 
podcasts. Yeah, keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. (laughs) Guys, we need your help. (laughs) Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Dad. All right. We'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me. Thank you.